I hate it when people feel the need to tell you that you gain weight. We know. We know. You see your body naked every time you shower. You know what's going on. So when people see you, be like, bro, you gain weight. You know I'm gaining weight. <laughs> you know this shirt don't feel like it's supposed to. So like, oh, like, I like hate you, that. like, like, I like, like it. Really? Wait. My God. Thank you for alert. I would have never known. Had you not told me, oh my God. I'm gaining weight. Oh, so my butt cracks been hanging out. out here. That episode is that on that, the is that what that was? Oh, man. My Side God. fat? Whew, you never really knew. looked down. Never, never, never knew. Let me go hit a gym real quick. And but I can't. We know. We know. You <laughs> stupid idiot. So, you think we feel good about the ice cream that we eat? <laughs> I don't feel good about it. I just like it. It makes me feel better. You shut your Stupid mouth when I have my ice cream. I already know I shouldn't have it. I knew that when I ordered it. Yes, I ordered a pint of chocolate chip ice cream in Toronto, and I said I wasn't going to eat it all, but when Melissa fell asleep, I did eat it all. You're a grown man. You're I, don't, to eat. I was hiding it from myself. Who are you lying to, Kevin? You're the only one that pays for these decisions. I liked it. It was soft. I deserved it. I had a long week. I've been traveling like crazy. <laughs> Ice cream is my only true friend. Only true it friend. Never, it never judges me. Yes, sometimes I salt my own ice cream with my tears. Leave me alone. The salted caramel ice cream I eat just comes with caramel. I'll supply the salt, you idiot. Get your weekly dose of R&R, This is your boy, Dobithius. And I'm Kev on stage. And we're going to start it off to the right for another installment of Righteous and Ratchet and Rowan on Vacation to Amsterdam, London, Africa, and Jerusalem. We are not going to Why are we going to Jerusalem? What up, man? First off, shout out to the Riggedy Right Pack. Right Pack is watching this on Patreon right now on Monday morning. We're here in Detroit, uh, Michigan. Mm -hmm. We are literally at the Western Detroit Airport. You had the literally, you had the Breston. <laughs> Come on, Josh, this guy gets it. And we are live on our Patreon, so mm -hmm. they're getting to watch this. And you probably won't get to watch this until Wednesday. Wednesday. If you ain't part of the Right Pack, if you want to join, it's only five dollars a month. Five dollars a month, you get an extra bonus episode every single week, and you get exclusives mm -hmm. like the Wonder Years is dropping out of forty for forty freestyle. Righteous Righteous Adventures comes out early on there. Come you on, get a bonus on. episode once a week, and you do all that at www.righteousandratchet.com. So join the community. It's more than just the. It's more than just a place to. It's a community. It's man. a community, man. I was crying in there on the last episode. We gotta figure out. What's going I on, gotta man. stop crying. This wet face boy. And if you join, you get to watch all the old episodes. So if you can find out uh, why I was crying and all that type of stuff. But listen, double I double the righteous something. and double the ratchet. Double the righteous, double the ratchet. Okay, what's up? We want to. You know, know what's going on with Juanita Bynum? No. You know who Doctor Juanita Bynum? Is? I know who she is. Apparently. It's a very funny story. Melissa <laughs> told me about it this morning. Okay. On the gospel side of the Instagram. Mm -hmm. Juanita Bynum canceled a preaching engagement because the pastor went into her bedroom and saw her panties. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. So here, now let me give you the scoop because I know it's a lot to unpack right early in the morning. Saw her skimmies? This is what happened. Juanita Bynum traveled with an assistant. 
Okay. This assistant goes ahead of time mm -hmm. and lays out her clothes for the day. Her dress, her stockings, and her drawers, okay. her penny drawers. Okay. okay, the pastor goes ahead of time to make sure the room is set up because apparently they had, had her in the wrong room at first, the wrong size room. She got to have a certain size room. He's going to check and going to leave like a gift in there. You know, church, be in with, with the fruit basket. He's being a nice guy. Fruit basket situation. Okay. And uh, apparently he was checking because the room had some luggage in there and she was supposed to be flying in uh, at this time. And he's checking the room to make sure it's all squared away because she has a particular setup. And what does he see? Prophetess panties. <laughs> Prophetess panties is laid out on the bed. So she's like, I can't preach. The men see my drawers. How can I bring forth the word of God? And he saw what I had lined up. So she canceled an engagement because he's seen her underwear? Yeah, so he's at the church with video. He's like, you know, we're supposed to have a Dr. Juanita by him today, but... uh. You know, due to unforeseen circumstances. Oh, now you've seen. There ain't seen, no unforeseen. You've seen it. The panties, which <laughs> was unforeseen, right. due to unforeseen circumstances, we are not going to be able to uh, have her speak today because I did see the panty draws. <laughs> Amen. Didn't mean to see the panties. So she was like calling him a creep and stuff. It was all over the gospel. Okay, so what was the, what was he like? What kind of draws was it? Was that period panties? Like, what was it? I don't know. I was just saying, what was so lay out period panties? But, but what was so offensive? Like, I can't breathe the word. Because you see my... We know you have draws on. Because you just command out here in these streets. But... Then he wouldn't have nothing to see. So, so, Maybe she felt violated. And I can't preach. Is that a thing to be violated? I mean, I'm not trying to say you can or what well, you Well, you feel like somebody saw your bloomers before you perform. <laughs> I wouldn't care. They're draws. You wouldn't care if somebody saw them big old draws? I wouldn't be like, I can't speak at an engagement. See, that's the thing I have to be on You that. ain't the prophet, though. If you were the prophet, don't be. What was her What was her statement? Did she say anything about this, or he kind of came out? They with both were talking. It was she, all over the. She said, "You see my draws? You don't. You want to see? Let me see exactly what she said. You want to see? Yeah, You want to see what happened with the panties? Do you? How do you feel about it? Well, tell me your opinion in a second. I'm gonna tell you. Get to the point in my career okay. where, where you lay out your panties, stockings, and bra. And if somebody sees it and you're uncomfortable, you cannot go do your your show. That's what you want to do. I want my assistant to lay out fresh iron drawers, <laughs> fresh iron socks, a fresh tank 
I can't pick my own drums out. How can I perform if I gotta go through the whole rigmarole of picking my own drums out? Listen, this is what I'm gonna say. Hearing her explain like that, I it made more sense. Ah, ah, I'm glad you say that. Let's hear the pastor's point of view. went into her hotel room and looked at her panties, her undergarments, uh, underwear, and because of this, she was not able to speak. We are incredibly saddened by the assumptions and miscommunication that has occurred. They gave me the key to her room so that we could put the items in there. So the first time they gave me the key, I went to the room, and when I opened the door, it was the wrong room. It was a king size room. I said, oh, no, 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 this is, this, this is not right. So I went back downstairs, and I said, y'all gave me the wrong room. When I opened the door, I noticed that up against the wall was these black luggages. And so I'm stopping. So I say, uh, hello, hello, is there anyone in here? Uh, I didn't hear anything. Immediately, I walked. Alcohol, I, I walked and I went back down to the lobby. Now, at this point, this is the second time uh, something's wrong. So I said, uh, Hey, somebody is in that room. And uh, I've got Dr. Juanita Biden. She's going to be here today. So I need y'all to fix this situation ASAP. And then I can tell you ASAP at all. Okay. So now you okay. have the whole thing. Now I have the full. Now I can articulate my thoughts. Okay. Come out on it two ways. For one, and I know I'm not at Juanita Bynum level in my career. Mm -hmm. That does sound a little weird. What? Him having to go in her room. Why do you have to? Here's the like, thing. Like, like if you if you seen the draws or not, we perform like and, and so I can say you're on the. Have you ever had somebody go in your room? Yes. Really? All the time. Oh, it's a thing. Yes. In the church community. Okay. When churches book you. Okay. They, they often, roll out the red carpet a lot. All the time. They go. A lot of time they go to okay. check, make sure everything is set, make sure the room is the right type of room. They leave gifts, baskets, fruit, food. Uh, In your room? Yes. Before you get there? Before I get there. They okay. pre-check. And then a lot of times, so say you get there, like, you know, we get to shows like 11 a.m., right? Mm -hmm. And checkouts not till 3. What they'll do is they'll book the room the night before, get the key pre-made, already have the key ready. So when you get out of the, you know, when they drop me off at the hotel, here's the key to your room, go on to your room. It's already had water, fruit baskets, gifts, clothes, t-shirt. In 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 Charlotte, when we went there. Yeah, I was gonna say they were very accommodating. But in the room, there were in that room they, they, they already had gifts in so there. So let me ask you this then. By this right now, because I know I made it. That's not unusual. That part in the church community. In the comedy uh community, that's yeah, that's maybe why highly I unusual. Seen it. Yeah, yeah. But so, in the church, the church booking world. Huh? Not unusual. Actually, very common. Then let me ask this. I know I made a joke about it earlier, but now let me really ask you a serious question. Yeah. So let's just say, flip it around. Let's just say, you know, let's just say Charlotte. We're out in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Let's just say, for whatever reason, you and Melissa go to the room first. Yeah. And she does the same thing that one is by the sister does. She lays out all her stuff, and now you got your wife's unmissionables all out on the bed, whatever. Then you know that a pastor goes there. And is in your room and seeing your wife stuff. Are you feeling some certain type of way? Like, bro, you just see my wife's... Well, here's my thing. A lot of churches that book me, they uh, abide by only men uh, 
if it's just a man mm-hmm. alone, they send men for you. Okay. If it's just a woman alone, like it's Melissa, she's trying to alone, they'll send women. But in them. the event that a man sent your woman's undergarments, would what? you feel uncomfortable? If he went into your room and you, you Melissa had some stuff out, and then you know this man just seen your wife's stuff, like would you be like, bruh, why was you in my room? Even though the, the more equal thing is if, if a woman saw my stuff, would I feel comfortable performing? No, because you're a guy, you don't care. About your stuff. Yeah, but why would I have a difficult time performing if, if somebody saw my wife's drawing? Because you, you guys do the love hour. Do you like? Do you feel like? Oh, we do you the love hour. So like you're doing the love hour, and, and and a man seeing your wife's underclothes because he went into your room. Would you feel uncomfortable that a man seeing your wife's underclothes? Here's here, here's a, here's the answer to your question. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. And here's why. Do you feel like she might be uncomfortable? She probably would. Okay. She probably would. You feel like she wouldn't want to perform? My thing, I don't know if she would I, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't want to speak for her. All right. But I feel like people's intentions matter. Mm-hmm. If you are going rifling through, like, oh, let me see the draws. Right. Like, if you're going, that, that it is common to check. Like, the way uh, Juanita Bynum put it, which I get it. Mm-hmm. Because if she get, if that gets out, this pastor was in there and he's he seen he the draws. He's in the room. <laughs> His name is on the room. Right. People, she's had um, scandal before. Mm-hmm. So and why did about this? So I know I'm talking about the, the same person. She's the one that did no more sheets, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I've been doing stuff. You do. Mm-hmm. You do. You talking about? Um, no, no. You don't have it. Not quick enough. No, 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 no. Sheets is another Wawa. <laughs> no, man, let me make a joke. Um, what was the question? Who would you be uncomfortable if somebody? Said I feel like I'd be uncomfortable, but I don't know if I'd be uncomfortable enough not to perform. Right. So that's so that's why I, I said, like, yo, man, what's what's good? This is my thing. So I come out on two ways. For one, I do. See what she's saying. I do mm-hmm. see how she's like, you know what I mean? But then again, I didn't know that that's how it really is in the gospel. Yeah. That's one. But for two, it's like, if you come into, and I think it's a different thing than if it was just like a comedy show or whatever. If you're coming to minister all, to all these other people, that means all these other people that were going to receive the blessing of what you're going to say just missed out because of what seems to be a miscommunication with somebody that was trying to do a nice thing. So I don't know if I'm. If I understand that you just like, oh, I can't perform like, because mm. it's not even really a performance. You're ministering, so I would at least think that in that situation, I can't speak for her. Juanita can do whatever she wants to do, but I would at least think that for all the people that were anticipating hearing you speak, that you just kind of be like, Brian messed with you. Don't ever do that again. But I'm still give these people. A yeah, I, I definitely can see her feeling violated. Yeah. But here's the thing that I think is more interesting. He, the thing, because of social media. Both sides of the story get to be out. Right. Because before, it would have been her word. And he was smart for letting his wife talk. You see, when he was letting his wife talk, I'm like, good mm-hmm. move. That was yeah, it. because I think people can have the right intentions and something happen wrong. We just said I'm going to give you a perfect that. example. Uh, <laughs> this ain't even the same thing, but this was weird nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Christmas time, we go to Greg's parents' house in Atlanta. They have an annual Christmas party. We're visiting Melissa's dad mm-hmm. in Atlanta for Christmas. And, um... She's using the bathroom okay. in the common area, mm-hmm. and I don't see her. Who Melissa is? Greg's mom. <laughs> she don't close the door. Oh, so I'm laughing wait, and wait, shopping. Wait, wait. She's using the bathroom and the, mm-hmm. the doors open. You go to DP. So okay. I go. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I push the door open. I see her sitting down. I'm like, ah! <laughs> it wasn't my intention, right? But I, she didn't close. You gotta lock the door, Mama Goose. Right. You gotta lock the door. You know what I'm saying? So my intention wasn't to see her. I, you know, it's weird, but you know, what sometimes things happen. Right. Were you giving me the time? No. Oh, because you had your phone like that. How close are we to the app? Like two minutes. Oh, wait? Yeah. Okay, because you had your phone like this. I thought it went dark. So anyway, 
Oh. So it was an awkward moment, but then I'm pretty sure it was just a laugh moment. Like, ah, ha, ha, remember that time? Yeah, creepy? yeah, but. but she didn't have to preach that night. Because imagine she's like, ah, I can't, I can't. So do you feel like with Juanita, maybe just threw her out of her zone, and maybe she was just uncomfortable? Like, I think, I think sometimes we let our minds run. Like, like how did he see? He probably was up in here. Yeah, he yeah, 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 my yeah, Like, yeah. it probably was a lot of extra stuff going on in her mind. I just didn't know the thing that I thought was funny, and I thought we were gonna talk more about this than the. Seriously, somebody's laying out your drawers. That's the thing that's funny. Who pre-lays out the panties? Of all things. How do you get to the point where you're like, hey, man, listen, I'm too Because you have a stylist, but they don't style your drawers. Hey, ain't picking out my drawers. This sounds like a personal thing. You, hey. I don't want to get that big. How do you get to the point where you're like, listen, you've been doing great assistant work for me. I've been loving what you've been doing, actually. One thing that's really, like, slowing me down Picking Draw out my I gotta be I got lace. I got cotton. I got bloomers. Thongs. How can I preach? Maybe oh. I like to breathe a little comfort of thongs. I like, I like color schemes. Maybe I like to preach in boy shorts. I can't decide. Ah. I've been being late to... to, to you jump around. You move around. You try to move around with the boy shorts. comfort. You please pick out my panties. Lay them out. <laughs> lay out my bra. Lay it on the bed. Just remove these decisions from me so I can focus on speaking. That is because you have a stylist. Out, they don't pick out your drawers. No, what I didn't pick. It's black and gray. Well, they picking out hers. I wear black and gray drawers. Well, that is the more pressing matter, Juanita. You ain't that busy. Pick out your own drawers. Pick out your own panties, and you yeah. wouldn't have to lay them out. <laughs> they'll get everything else: shoes, hat, yeah, but drawers and browse your pants. That's you. And you're warm. Beside though, beside though, outside of being in high school in the first day of school, who's still laying out their clothes? Put it in the closet, Juanita. You're an old school way of preparation. Kill her with these Ooh, panties. Like, ah. Ah. Kill her with these panties. She's <laughs> like, talking the nude. She just wanted laid out. Like, she wanted to come out of the shower. Like, mm-hmm. the new Fenty stockings. <laughs> in a, or been a lady anointing down in a new Fenty. All right. You, you know what's also important? What else? Picking out your drawers, picking out your house. Mm. You can't buy a house if you don't have good credit. Yeah. You get good credit by doing what? Mm. Paying off your high interest credit card. For sure. You can do that with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 with absolutely no fee. You can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay. That's way lower than actual interest rate on credit card debts. Application is 100% online. You can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes that when you have good credit, you deserve a low rate and great service. Melissa and I did something just like this when we got out of debt a couple years ago, and I'm very thankful. It was easy, it was fast, and it changed our life. Mm. I am so happy. You should be happy enough to do it yourself. This is a special offer, special offer just for our listeners. Apply today at Lightstream.com slash RR and get an additional interest rate. I bounced it. The Lightstream... <laughs> That's lightstream.com slash RR R-R. for an additional discount. I'm too close. Remember, they get mad. dot com slash RR. RR. No, this man. Subject to credit approval rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply, and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash RR. RR. We'll fight. See, I'm out there because they be like, it, it just should be too close to the mic and they're too far from the mic. Hold and hold it, hold if it says hard or not, it's too loud because hold I cannot hear because they're too close and I'm not close. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of women that are too old to be accused of being side chicks. 
Nicole Richie, this, Nicole Richie, that, Nicole, Nicole Murphy. Nicole Murphy, yeah, yeah, nobody cheating with Nicole Richie. <laughs> she ain't been in the scene for a while. Nicole Murphy, this, Nicole Murphy, that, Nicole Murphy ain't say no vows. Because why is Antoine Fuqua? It ain't Antoine Fuqua. This Antoine Fuqua, that. Well, he's been Fuquaing around apparently. <laughs> it is marriage, but it's okay. We'll get to him. But this is the what headlines I'm need to be about the man breaking his vows. You're right, but as a woman. Nah, as a man, you be the one always on men like, man, you cheating, you doing wrong, and blah, blah, blah. Nah, bro. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. And she catching up. Well, she got a history of cheating. Okay, but, okay, but let, me, let me get my point. Let me get my point across. My point is this. There should be a fence and parameters around being someone's side chick. You should outgrow side chick status. She said that there's family friends. Man, listen. That kissing them out. Listen, I, got a lot of, I got a lot of family friends. I don't kiss them in the mouth. You don't go to Italy and... The explanation was just worse. No, me was just out there. Me was just... Yeah, I see them. We had to kiss. No, you didn't, Nicole Murphy. <laughs> Get your lips off of that man. You're too old to be getting accused of that. No, he's been married for too long. I feel like he did you. get the whole... Brunt of this shift. No, yeah. oh, yes. I am starting to have more and more of an inherent problem with people who cheat. It's a character flaw. No, you, but you didn't come out the gate talking about. Okay, because I'll get to him. Let no, you, to... you need to get to him first. Okay, put him back. Okay, everybody. We put the cart. Murphy we put the cart in front of the horse. Okay, let's talk about Fuqua, man, bruh. This it's so disrespectful to. It, to me, it compromises the quality and the character of who you are as a human being. being. You took vows in front of God, in front of all your friends and your family, and said, I'm going to honor this woman. Da, da, da. And then you're just going to be disrespectful and just kiss this woman all in her mouth. Mm. Bro, you disrespectful. They're just family friends. Nah, man. And so, Black men don't cheat, remember? Nah, we got to stop saying that. Black men absolutely <laughs> do cheat. And I'm going to tell you this. If you're one of my friends, don't put me in your cheat on your wife lies. I don't want to be a part of it. Listen, let me Keep tell me you away what. from that. I'm not your ally. I'm not into it. Don't let me know no particulars. I ain't going to protect you. I would at least say, like, there's never you, there's never a right reason to do something. But if you are going to cheat, maybe it should be in a dark cave or a hole where no one can see you. Did he do You're that? out in Paris for getting your famous. Italy. Or was it Italy or France? Hey, someplace. I think People think they cross state line or country lines be like, oh, I'm good. No, you're still, your face is still on your face. We know who you Paparazzi are. is international. Yeah. They was out here on the international tips. So who do you think is more in the wrong? I feel like they're equal. The right? husband. No. And I get it. Like, Nicole like Nicole Murphy, uh, apparently she cheated with uh, Lisa Ray's husband. She be cheating on people. Uh, allegedly, you're too old to be cheating. Six year old, Mary six so old self. That now he's saying she's sixty is old, but she's sixty or fifty. She's fifty eight. She's fifty eight, right? I don't know. What's the fact check, Josh? What are you? Come on, man. I mean, you throwing numbers out like you know. No, it's not. Then look it up. You got Google. You got Google. All right. Well, she's fifty eight. Oh, is she really? Yeah, she's still fine as one. Oh, now she's fine. She's been fine, but the moral game is trash. 51. 51? Eddie Murphy's 58. Oh, okay. Well, I was partially right. She should have just married Shannon Sharp. He loves her. 
He was with, she was with Shannon Sharp? No, no, he just likes her. Oh, no, nah, I feel like she. And I, the other part about it is Lila Rashawn, she caught the worst of this. So bring, bring that to the forefront. Who's Lila Rashawn? Lila Rashawn is Antoine Foucault's wife. Okay. And She, she caught black? No, she caught them because she's uh had gained some weight. Did she? Yeah. Why do people teach you different when you gain weight? Man, I don't, because there's like a we don't know about the trials and tribulations of there's the a months. thing called <laughs> there's a thing called uh pretty privilege, okay. where when you are thin and beautiful in America, you get a certain amount of treatment. Mm-hmm. When you are fat, you don't get that same treatment. Yeah, I was treated. Like, I was ridiculed my whole this life. This is Lita Rashad now. She's still attractive. She's beautiful. But she apparently had some pregnancy issues or something like that and complications, and she gained weight as a result. So what what I, what I was seeing on Twitter a lot oh, is man. See? they was like, well, I mean, you got to understand that. No, you, man, no, that's wrong. That's why. That is wrong. People was really like, like giving him a pass. Nah, bro. See, and that's why. And I had not seen Lily Rashad. I didn't angers, know he was married to Lily Rashad. That angers me. Yeah. Because now... You're making the wife. Do they have children? I think so because she had the pregnancy problems. Okay. So now yeah. your wife. Like, how do you think that really makes her feel? Uh, first of all, you got to look stupid. This, this one thing I want to say as a person that struggled with his weight my whole life. And this is a, a, a public service announcement. Well, you, you went third person back to first person. You said struggle with his weight my whole life. Uh, <laughs> this is coming from a person that has struggled from, uh, with my weight my entire life. Yes, there you go. This is the thing. This is a PSA to anyone out there that says anything to it's a public people. sandwich announcement for you. This is my Asia This is the thing. I hate it when people feel the need to tell you that you gain weight. We know. We know. You see your body naked every time you shower. You know what's going on. So when people see you, be like, bro, you gained weight. You know I'm gaining weight. You know this shirt don't feel like it's supposed to. So like oh like like you like like I really wait my God thank you for alert I would have never known had you not told me oh my God I'm gaining weight oh so my butt cracks been hanging out that episode is that the reason that's what that was oh man my side fat you never knew let me go hit a gym real quick we know you stupid idiot. You think we feel good about the ice cream that we eat? I don't feel good about it. I just like it. It makes me feel better. You shut your stupid mouth when I have my ice cream. I already know I shouldn't have it. I knew that when I ordered it. Yes, I ordered a pint of chocolate chip ice cream in Toronto, and I said I wasn't going to eat it all, but when Melissa fell asleep, I did eat it all. You're a grown man. I I was hiding it from myself. Who are you lying to, Kevin? You're the only one that pays for these decisions. I liked it. It was soft. I deserved it. I had a long week. I've been traveling like crazy. Ice cream is my only true friend. Only true it friend. Never, ju- it never judges me. Yes, sometimes I salt my own ice cream with my tears. Leave me alone. The salted caramel ice cream I eat just comes with caramel. I'll supply the salt, you idiot. I'll I'll the salt. Of salt. I got my own salt. Just give me the crust <laughs> and the caramel. So that's the thing I'm saying. So she's already probably just, and she's in a public eye. She's yeah. married to a guy who's in shape. So the, the the nerve of you, bro. And then you won't let, and I haven't heard no public statement, statements from him about this. Like, 
I, now I'm really angry with him. Because not only did you disrespect your wife, now you're probably making your wife feel really self-conscious about her weight. And you was a mark. And now I really don't like... I don't like her. Back to, uh, and, now I don't, and, now I, and now I'm really looking at Nicole Murphy like, the nerve of you. Because it's just disrespectful, bro. Have enough, have enough decency and enough character inside of you as a person. I know he's wrong, but... I'm not, not no, but... I know he's wrong, but why don't you have enough decency in you to just be like, you know what? That's a married man. I'm not going to do I'm that. I'm not letting her off the hook by any means. You kind of are. No, I'm not. I'm not letting her off the hook. I just think it's unfair that all the blame right, is right. on her. Right, right, right. Because it's his fault, He too. is married. He is. If I cheat on Melissa with the girl, whether she knows I'm married or not, I know I'm married. Right. Exactly. I know I'm married. So he's it's the my model. responsibility. They're both trash. Yes. But whether he came on to her or she came on to him. Trash. He is the one who said the And value. to me, that's just so wrong to you. Like, you're embarrassing your wife. The one job you have as a husband, take care and protect your wife. Don't embarrass your wife. Embarrass Don't make your stuff. wife feel more insecure about something she's probably like. And for, side note, I'm getting sick of social media treating people like that. The nerve of social media to Man. attack her because she's over. The, shut up. People don't understand. Ugh. I'm disgusted. We can read. For real. We see these And things. as much as you're not supposed to scroll down, Chance has a new song. You listen to the album yet? No, go away. Okay, he has one song where he's like, don't scroll down, don't scroll down. Like, Ooh, basically, I listen you know, I scroll don't down. read the comments. Right. Uh, that's like a thing. Like, if you're in this, you're a public person, just don't read the comments. People yeah. don't say crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. We can't help it. It's the right. same way when I'm If I'm looking stage, for it, yeah, exactly. I, last night, no, no, let me tell a story about you. Let me, let me tell a story about you. Because this is starting to concern me about you a bit. Because Kevin... We will have a sold-out house of 1,100, 1,200 people. Uh, the man will get a standing go. Let's let's be very, very honest in just the the hierarchy of doing stand-up comedy. There ain't nobody giving out standing O's, period. You don't... I've seen A-listing comedians bomb in the comedy community, and I don't care for whatever reason. People ain't going to stand up and clap if they don't feel like they really got their money's worth. Kev will stand up 1,000 people and will come back and look like somebody just popped the air out of his balloon. Like, Kevin, what's wrong? Oh, man, this lady in row 4B didn't laugh. Like, you just made 1,100 people stand to their feet and do this, and you're worried about the lady in 11B? Because it could have been 1,101. Oh, man, you got to start to be able to look at the masses. Well, I need to look at the masses. I need to look back at the history from when I was a young comedian. You know, when I was a young kid. Before you were Kevin on stage. Before I was Kevin on stage, and I was just Kevin Fredericks, the basketball phenom who had 26 and 12 against Yim when I was in high school. He had 26 honey buns and 12 milkshakes. On JV. (laughs) Varsity this year. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I had a triple single. (laughs) I really scored 26, 12, and like four and three. Melissa came to this game, but nobody believes me because there's no proof of it. And thanks to our good friends at Legacy Box, you can change that. We grew up in an age where you didn't have, um, actually, you grew up in an age where home videos was the way. Mm-hmm. You pop the VCR tape in the camera, press record, take the tape out, pop it I in the VCR. That's how I, I bet you did. You saw a lot of silent films, too. So what happens is now that everything's been digitized, we don't have those memories anymore. And the other day, I was cleaning out my closet looking for um, something from, uh, or for this trip. Mm-hmm. I found 10 tapes of our Clayton Earl plays. Wow. The early plays that we uh, did in the church. Oh, you're going to see them because I sent them into Legacy Box, which is the world's most largest 
the world's largest and most trusted digitizer of home movies and photos. With over a decade of experience, Legacy Box has been trusted by over 450,000 families to digitally preserve family memories. I cannot wait to get this back because I haven't seen these tapes in like almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I was able to send Legacy Box my old tapes and get them back in a digital format. And I'm just so happy. I get to show my kids. they never seen any of that stuff when I was performing young and stuff, man, they used to know me. You had hair, hair. hairline. I had hair when I was thin. Mm -hmm. So you too can sit in your legacy box filled with old home movies and pictures and they'll do the rest. Legacy box will professionally digitize your moments onto a thumb drive, digital download, or DVD. The legacy box will legacy box will send you easy follow instructions and you'll get all your original recorded moments back along with perfectly preserved digital copies. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. Visit LegacyBox.com to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering our listeners an exclusive dis discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash RR to get 40% off your first order. Again, that's LegacyBox.com slash RR and save 40% today. Get started preserving your past. Nice. Music to my ears. Yes. All right, so uh, moving right along. Speaking of athletes who just blew all the money, Adrian Peterson, AP, 100 man. mil, 100 man. M's, and he broke. How does this keep happening? You know what? And it is, a racial, it, is it a racial thing? Because I rarely see white athletes go broke. I don't know. I never thought about that, but they I think be, they do. I don't ever hear of them. Because you that might be That people. might be media, though. That might be like... But, I, but you're right. There's though, a I ton of black them. athletes that just seem to go... Here's my thing. I have a theory. What is I have it? a theory on this. When you're as talented as Adrian Peterson, mm -hmm. you have been the best on your team your whole life. Mm -hmm. Okay? Little League, he's a phenom. You've seen some of his... Pop old, Warner, all that. Pop Warner, high school. You play Popcorn Warner. <laughs> <laughs> so, and when you're good at that, people take care of everything for you. They lay out your panties before you speak. <laughs> the one to buy them. But no, but seriously, when you're in high school, they do your homework for you. You're not these kids who are the star, who the Adrian Petersons, who we knew was going to the NFL first year in college mm -hmm. at Oklahoma. I was like, oh, that dude. You just going. knew it. Yeah. People take care of everything for you. You start to trust those people. They book your flights. They take care of your room. They do your homework. They file your taxes. They do all that stuff. You start trusting with everything. Next thing you know, they're taking your money. And if everything you need to be take care of is done, like taken care of, your mortgage paid. Mm -hmm. Hey, I need a car. Range Rover. So you can focus on breaking focus on single season rushing records. Playing football. What makes you great? We'll take care of the rest. The problem is they don't have to look because they don't have to. They trust people and people take advantage. They trust of the wrong people. And those people know. That's your trust them. They know they can yes. step the numbers. That's why Melissa and I don't give up none See, of that information. We trust each other and no one else. This, and the accountant. He's I correct. have a different theory. And this is what you I think. Uh, I'm curious. I, and this is what I feel like happens a lot in the black community. Because I've only seen black athletes go broke. Mm -hmm. I have a theory that there is this mentality that when you are become black and successful, you have to take care of everybody. Oh, and yeah. And that everybody... Because I hear so many stories of these people going broke and they're like... You know, they had, like, you know, family members on payroll, different things like that. And while I do think that there is a level of give back that you have to mm -hmm. do, I don't feel like you should attach yourself and feel like you have to be everything to everybody. Yes. And I feel like that's why a lot of people go broke because you become the breadwinner and now everybody around you yeah. becomes the hangers on and now all of a sudden you're buying everybody a house. Like, why? Why? Why, why do I have to? Because 
I, if I'm broke, we're not going to share in my broke. Like, I don't, it's I just, never understood it's, that. I, I imagine it's hard to, t- to tell your family no. People care for you. I helped you get where you are. But want. why can't it just be you help me and, and I do what I want, not I have to take care of you? I don't know, man. I think people, people, just like I put a lot of pressure on myself, I can see people being like, man, I got to do it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get another. And think about Adrian Peterson. He's not going to get a chance to make another hundred million. It's done now. He's he's on the tail end of his career. He's, mm-hmm. he's actually, the light is flickering. Mm-hmm. And he, this is the messed up part. He is in serious debt. And you know where it started from? Mm-hmm. A, essentially a payday loan. So, really? So this is the messed up part about giving people that type of control. When you give people almost like that power of attorney to do yeah. stuff, apparently his financial people people took out loans in his name and didn't pay them back. Really? And then the interest, think about getting a loan for three or four million and mm. that interest. I used to do payday loans a lot. They're very predatory. No! You, but this, this, I, I didn't even realize it's a vicious it until, cycle. This you is, take one and I you, never you're, understood you're stuck. it. One time I needed... Two hundred fifty-five dollars for whatever. Should have No, this was like long, long ago. This you should have went to the future and been like, "Yeah, we're friends later." <laughs> this is this cash how, your boy. This is how they do it. You go and you're giving me essentially the loan is for three hundred, right? Mm-hmm. But they only give you two hundred and fifty-five of it, or for two forty-five of it. The fifty-five dollars is the, the fee so. already. So now you just gave me two hundred fifty-five dollars. Two weeks comes by. If I don't have the three hundred to give you, they say, "Oh, don't worry." Will just re up your loan. You give me another loan for three hundred dollars. I just paid you another fifty five dollars. So now so in now two wait, weeks, now you owe five hundred. No, 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 or no, no. I still just owe the three, but I just gave you one hundred and ten dollars in fees, and I still owe you three. Oh, uh, it's, like pay, it's like paying the principal like on a loan. Car, so now I pay you three hundred a month without the actual and, more, and I'm only paying the interest. And so until and I got interest rates are like four hundred percent. Exactly, and it's like it's messed up because they have it attached to your account. Yeah, you have to give them a check. Yes. So it's it's very predatory, and that's on a three hundred dollar level. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what it would be like on a five million dollar yes. level. And it's just really unfortunate because a person like Adrian Peterson, for all intents and purposes, or Adrian Peterson, I think. Yeah, what did I say? Peterson, Peterson, like, like <laughs> a person like Adrian Peterson, <laughs> he would he essentially he has given his life to the sport of football. He's not going to go work. What is he going to work at Lowe's now? And he's not even forty years old. And you're broke? My God. I just, that's just. Be, that, that could also come with, like, you instantly raising your cost of living. Oh, they yeah. did as say soon as that you get a check. A they were talking about, like, his birthday party. So he was spending some bread. That's the problem. Yeah. Is when people start getting money, they think that same check is going to be coming in for the rest of their that's lives. That's the problem. Because I see rappers do that a lot. All the it's time. Like, Yo, 34. why are you getting a. He's younger than me. He's 34? He's 34. I just looked it up. If I see him pull up in an Uber one day, like hey, this man. is why people ask me, Kev, why do you still have that Corolla? The, the that's paid, it's paid off. That's why you made fun of Tony for having the Lancer. Mm-hmm. That Lancer been paid off for a year. That's a that's an unnecessary expense. There's plenty of expenses I have to pay. That's why I still stay in the same house. That's why you don't see me going crazy on anything. Because you know, I noticed that about you. Because the crazy about you is we've been friends for going on five years, man. What are we gonna do for our friend diversity? You're always trying to celebrate something. Why can't we have a friend anniversary? Is that a thing? No. Do people have friend anniversary? Stop. Toxic masculinity won't allow me to say it. Okay. But this is what I've noticed about you. And this is why I've noticed your... No. You have a fat forehead. <laughs> this, is what I, this is what I know about you. And I'm being around you. Because I know, you know, just off of happenstance, I, I, 
Kevin out here getting to that bag. You understand yeah. I me? Mean? Yeah. But he don't act no I don't different. Have money for Why do I continue your post? <laughs> this is the thing. You're no different than when we used to walk to Honey Kettle from I'm all that. I'll tell you what it is. It's that poverty mindset. Mm-hmm. I always feel like somebody going to take it. Mm-hmm. That's why you'll always That's keep it. why I'd be like, nah, bro, I can't. My dad gave me some great advice before I even started on this career. He was like, when you get a raise, don't do anything different. Say it again for the people in the back. When you get a raise, don't do anything different. Not a new apartment, not a new car, no new bill. Mm-hmm. He was like, take yourself out to dinner one time, buy a pair of shoes, like a, an item, mm-hmm. but don't raise any of your bills because if you raise your bills to your raise, you just eliminate your raise. <sighs> so now... If I I'm saying, it's raising that cost of living. Right. Yes, I, I, and I have trained myself to be a minimalist, like not a, a true minimalist, like seventy five items or less. No. But I trained myself to be cool. Like my house, I've been in the same house in LA mm. for going on four years. My car been paid off for three years. We leased the other car, just a little Honda. Like I don't go with the flashy range and Audis. There's a lot of people who get those and have to take them back. Bro, mm. I'm just taking my kids to school. I'm just taking my kid from pretty much literally all we do is take our kids to school. And, and that, and that advice that that gave you is paying dividends it's in funny. Your life now. When I went to get my new lease from Melissa's car, the Honda was supposed to be for me, but when you're married, your wife be like, oh, we got a new car, you take the other one. Right? <laughs> I called my dad because they were trying to upsell me to the new Honda. Mm-hmm. Black on black leather. I mean, souped up. Mm-hmm. I sat in it and I called my dad. I was like, Dad, they got me up in the, in the leather. He was like, Get out. <laughs> get out. He was like, Get out. Stand up, Kevin. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. He's the coolest. He was like, Go back to the model. Go back. Because he was like, Even $75 a month is that much more. Like, you're cool, Kevin. He's like, You don't be in a car that much. You, be you don't? Like, he was like, just don't, just get out. Like, little stuff like that. It's, it's I, consistent. And I'm going to tell you what helped me. And I just want to finish this thought. That's okay. When I was at Austin's TV, I met some rich people. Mm-hmm. And Joe DiVola was one. This man drew, drove a, I'm going to say drew, <laughs> a 96 Jeep Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. Gravity. This man is a multi-millionaire. Bill Gates be running the same thing all the time. Okay, let's stop this narrative. He does. He does, but that stuff's expensive. Is it? Yes, man. We that Steve Jobs thing. Steve, Jobs, y'all, black dudes always wear Gucci belts. You know that Steve okay, Jobs. I have a better example for you. Osmond used to wear the exact same thing every time. Howdy. Osmond got and he's got a, got a Osmond. He's better. Example his money is crazy long though. But he has a castle. He has a whole with castle. a staff. Really in does. Italy. His L.A. house is in the Venice Canals. Like, rich people be being rich. So, Bill, so, my, so the Bill Gates narrative is a, a falsity? It's just, we just take a picture of his clothes. Like, just because he doesn't wear Gucci doesn't mean he doesn't spend his money. He's also one of the richest people ever. He he don't have to be flashy. And black people, we stun. That's part of what Black people be broke with a chain. <laughs> <laughs> This whole like pop, we blame poor people for being poor. We do. We gotta stop that. And well, you don't know how to budget. You can't budget when you don't have enough money to pay your bills. Budgeting is when you have more than enough money that you can allot it to other places. When you're really poor, you just be trying to scrape by. Yeah. You can't save money if you don't make enough. I've been there. But see, the, the crazy thing about what you say though is, I'm like the opposite of you because like if we both came from from humble beginnings, we was broke at points mm-hmm. in our life. When you get money, you save it, you stack it, you don't do anything different. 
I, I'm just now learning that ideology, but whenever I would get money, I would just spend it because I thought somebody was coming to take it. Yes. So as soon as I would get a big check, like, you know, when you get the run out checks or whatever, like, I would just, I look up at three, when Russell gave, when Russell gave, oh, Russell my, gave me 15 grand for losing 200 pounds. I tried to help you. And you tried to help me, my ex tried to help me. I think you even, I was like, no, you just want to like, give me something, I'll put it in my statement. I'm, I'm like, nah, I got it, I'm on top of it. 90 days, the money was gone. I don't even know how 15K. That because when you brought, you just start. You were about buying lobster noodles. I was. Because that's all. You know what I've always put in my mind as I'm successful? When I don't have to look at the price at restaurants. And I wasn't looking at nothing. I was garlic noodles. Lobster. All. Two of everything. Well, you can spend bread at restaurants. And you don't look at the. Yeah. And you don't look at the price. You literally weren't checking the bill. I was just. I, but see, this is the thing. When you're broke. Broke makes you feel less than. And when I had money, I just wanted to just... I didn't want to care. I was I, just moving I around. I that. And I get that. And people right. who don't have... Who never been poor don't understand that. Right. When you get it a little bit, you just want to feel... I want to feel what it's like to do what I want. Like yes. when I see these rappers and the athletes and they be just on planes, I be just like... And I would feel like I was doing it on a real small level, but I yeah. literally blew through 15K and couldn't really tell you that's so true. Right, I've been cool. there. I've seen people burn their tax. When I went, I worked at Bank of America, and there was a glitch in the system that allowed you to get an American Express credit card, regardless of your credit situation. Mm-hmm. People who hadn't had the credit in years would get three and five thousand dollar credit cards. When I tell you, ninety nine percent of people spent all that money in no time, never paid it back, buying Xboxes, suits. Some people did like stuff they needed, mm-hmm. but most people just wanted to have some. And that's why. That's why I be start. I'm starting to hate the whole administration and the whole idea of college because once kids get into college, they just let them get credit cards. Like, what kid, if you give them a credit card, ain't going to just take yeah. the money, spend it up? And you're broke already. It's and like, I don't have to pay you back right now? Predatory lending. It's all about You're that. at your brokest. You know what's even more important, speaking of things like predatory lending? These days, a workplace... Ooh, that was terrible. Yeah. You just said you were the greatest reader ever. ever. What did you get? No, I, okay, I'll get to the read in a second. But... In your older age, can you start to like? Can your vision start to diminish? Absolutely. Why is that? A- <laughs> because I feel like, like when I can see, like I've always had twenty twenty, but like when's the last time you had your eyes checked? I've always had twenty twenty. No, you. Ha- that's not how it works. It, it'll change. I haven't had them checked in years since I faked the eye test. That's it. I faked the eye test. Okay, so boys to men came out and they were all wearing glasses, and I didn't understand that non prescription glasses existed. I was in sixth grade, I literally went and faked an eye test so I can get some glasses. You haven't had your vision checks in sixth grade? You have been. There's no. You... But I can see! Oh, I guess if you don't, if you're not. So, but in any event. Yes, guess. your vision can. Yeah, because like, I'm like trying to read this thing. It's like, okay, okay. But I'll take care of your eye test for you. Kevin will stage your studios. We ain't got benefits, but I'm are we getting benefits? No. Oh, anyway, no. <laughs> so these days, a lot of these days, a lot of workplaces offer some pretty nice perks: a snack station, beanbag chairs, even insurance. It's amazing to have snacks and all that, but it's not enough to sustain you, and neither is your workplace life insurance. This is where Policy Genius comes in. Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for life. Sorry. Policy Genius is the easy. Kevin! Put your phone down! What are you watching? What can you possibly be watching right now? Okay, do I have to start the whole thing over? You might as well. I already got to edit this. I'm sorry. Can you not? My assistant was texting me. pizza can wait, fatty. We have to leave, man. It's already 120. All right. 
These days, a lot of workplaces Those offer some pretty nice perks. A snack station, beanbag chairs, even insurance. It's amazing to have snacks and all that, but it's not enough to sustain you. And neither is your workplace life insurance. <laughs> this is where Policy Genius comes in. Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for life insurance, life insurance online. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find the right amount of coverage at the best possible price. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. So remember, workplace life insurance policies are like workplace snacks. Better than nothing, but not quite enough. Head to PolicyGenius.com today and find out how to supplement your workplace life insurance and better protect your family. Policy Genius. It's like a buffet made of life insurance. And what can be better than that? Hmm? <laughs> All right, so. I'm going to keep that whole thing. That was just. Leave it, Josh. Just leave so it. So moving right along. Speaking of old rappers that used to be young that maybe just need to shut up. Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Bow Wow. I'm done with Bow Wow. When were you? You weren't done before? I, I I've been I've been trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's been famous since he was six years old and that comes with a lot and a lot of childhood stars Fair. grew up a little bit Fair. shaking and moved. But I'm just like, bro, get over it. If you want, if you don't know what we're talking about, Bow Wow, wow I'm, I'm calling him Wild Bow from now on. He don't even, he's not even Bow Wow no more. Wild Bow was at a club and he was doing his old song. First of all, you don't even have hits like that, Bow Wow. You Who don't. Does? What, name me three Bow Wow songs you came up on. Like You. Was that exactly. the one Sierra? Yeah, yeah. That's the song. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, anything from and Like you're Mike. you're the music guy. You're the music guy. What else? He ain't never made the guns. What the else? Oh, no. Face. He never will. Exactly. So, <laughs> he had some records. Okay, so the Like You record, the one that the only one that we really know. No, nah, he had a song with... Uh, what? With who? Omarion, didn't he? Don't know, what was it called? Uh, bow to the wild, the wild, wild, the bow, bow. Me that was his Omarion. own song. No, he was trapped. So anyway... Like Mike soundtrack. Calvin Trash. Anyway, so he was at a club and he was singing the only song that anyone knows of. And yes, I'm aggressive with you, Bow Wow, because I feel like you're disrespectful. So ah, that's my tone. So he was in the club and he was doing that song and he was rapping it or whatever. This is a song that he had with Sierra. And then he was like, yeah, I had that beat first. Bro. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't, well, I don't rock that. with that. First of all, first of all, a lot of y'all are just disrespectful. That's a married woman. Second of all, Russell Wilson will man. beat the dog brakes off of you. <laughs> oh, man. You are little. You're a little boy, Bow Wow. He's about to beat like a 13 year old. My son. Yes, my niece can whoop you. Russell Wilson will beat him and future exactly up with a football in his left hand. Easily. So he says that, and it's just, bro, I, I like, I'm really starting. First of all, you know, black women must be protected at all costs. I'm starting to not like, like, if a woman has moved on with her life, Sierra don't bother what nobody. What is it about Sierra that drives her exes crazy? Is it, do you think it's that she seems to be so happy? Like, yes. Russell Wilson is out here, yes. like, teaching her son how to play football, and right. I think it just drives these it's, dudes insane. I think you very, want your exes to, to fail. It's, and she has gone, like, it's very disturbing. Like, disturbing. For real. Uh, it's like, bro, like, this woman, she's a black woman. She's doing her thing. She's with a good man, a man that loves her enough to buy her matches back. Like, she don't mess with nobody. And I feel like people be coming for her. And I just be like, bro, that's She not... seems so sweet, too. Yeah, she's such a nice person. And black, black men treated you like this when they broke up with you? Mm. <laughs> did, they, did they buy your masters? Shut up! 
So I, I just you have to release the music. Though. I mean, his master's like probably thirty dollars, but I mean, it's... no, no, bunch of years is on the way. But um, I feel like it's it's just disrespectful to even to speak on any married woman. Shut your mouth. You're also against talking negatively about people. Especially people you were like, that's a big. I don't do that. Like I, you, I don't like. Even when I joke about my eighty-four day marriage, I always make the joke about me. Like, yeah, I don't, like, I don't sure. talk bad about my ex. I don't want bad on them. For for you to come out your little mouth and talk about that woman like that, I just don't. I don't like that. Bro. That's not trash though, bro. I don't like it when he did it. I don't like when I don't like the stuff that Chris Brown does it. Y'all look emotionally uh, trained. Ray J made a whole record. Yeah, it's like broke it over it. You know what I'm saying? She's living her life. She's happy. He did do that. Yeah, like, he's trash, man. You know what I really think that it is? I feel like men feel like once mine, always mine. Oh, yeah. That's why oh, like, we men are, that with the... With we the, are territory. Yeah. Have you noticed the term, I took her virginity? Yeah. Oh, mm. wow. Took it. Took it. Women can't take our virginity, but men take... We take her virginity. She's mine. I proposed to her. And it's almost like... it's Who do you think it's more disrespectful to? To Sierra or Russell? Sierra. I think it's, I think it's more disrespectful to Russell. No, man, Russell, gotta Russell got hands. Stuff to the man in her life. That's the disrespectful to her as a person outside of Russell. Right, Even right. if she wasn't I'm married. Problem in that equation. You are. Right. Same thing happened with Nipsey Hussle and, and Lauren London. Mm-hmm. Nobody came to her. The T.I.L. They came to her defense when, when he disrespected Nipsey. Not because he disrespected Lauren London. Like because and I'm literally wrong. Right we now. are patriarchal misogynists. What does patriarchal mean? Patriarchy is like paternal men, paternal, okay. maternal. Okay. Patriarchy is the idea that society is dictated and operated by men, and we operate as if we are the ones. Okay. So, you know what I mean? So that's how we're taught. Okay. I, and I, that's the thing that we, you know, it's, it's ingrained in us. You have to like reverse your thinking on it right. to be like, bro, Sierra, that's but, like the thing, like that's someone's daughter, that's someone's sister, that's someone's mother. That is a person. Regardless right. of her relation to men. But see, this is how I think I was looking at it. I think I was looking at it like the reason why I feel like it's disrespectful to Russell is because that's his family. That's like the same way like how I feel about my kids. Like don't talk. That's my family. And that's the most important part to of the family it, is the wife. It is to me disrespectful to Russell, uh-huh. but it's not the first thing. Okay. It is disrespectful to her, Sierra, alone. Right. Alone. Just stand alone. If she was just knitting in Vermont mm-hmm. and never did met he Russell. for what he said. Still trash. Yeah. What did she even do to Russell ain't even out here flaunting her like that? Like, oh, I got your girl future. I got it just your girl it seems like people just be mad that there are people be mad at your happiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that like nothing Russell don't done. be doing nothing. He just be chilling. Remember when they was doing the, the Kiki challenge? He, that was the coolest video. He was just in the back like Corny He gets called corny all the time. For what? Because he treats a black woman good? Because he don't be putting on. We, we gotta be, stop that. We do. I get called corny all the time. You're my not corny chi- at all. My children call me corny. But they're like, you're cringy in a good way. Well, everybody calls their dad corny, so that's different. But the world shouldn't call you people corny. Call, on all you know how many jobs you create for people? Bro, that's corny. Okay, I was talking to Greg about this. Now, Greg from the streets, you play. Mm-hmm. Greg from the streets for I real. I'm from the streets for real, too. No, but he from the streets for okay. real. Like, he ain't playing like okay. you do. Okay. Greg was like, Kev, when I met you, like, I was like, look at this square. Remember Orlando Brown? Mm-hmm. He's a square. When we got around, he was like, man, he, he never called me corny, but when we got real close, he was like, man, my ideology was messed up. Because I thought since you weren't trapping, you were corny. You just a square dude going to work, coming home. But like street dudes want that. You ain't got no. Hu- talk to nah, him. he was like everybody around me was hustling. So that's what he. We're hustlers. If you ain't trapping, you ain't hitting the lick or doing something. 
then you ain't out here getting money. Mm -hmm. And then he saw, he's like, man, then when I got like close and I saw you doing the shows and the merch, I'm like, bro, you hustling more than us and you doing it on the legal thing, paying your taxes. Like, this is the biggest hustle of all. The legal hustle. <laughs> the legal hustle. Like, you got a business you can pass on to your family and to your friends. You can put people on. But, like, if you really come up in that mindset, like, like future, I don't know how Bad World grew up, but mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry, mm -hmm. I imagine, you can start to think that regular stuff, like just taking care of your family and throwing, playing. Like, for me growing up, I grew up wanting to play catch with my kids. That's dope. You notice you can throw almost anything at my boys and they'll catch it. Right or left hand. Because I've been throwing stuff at them their whole life. Just call, I'll throw something and then call them. They'll catch <laughs> and then, you know, Zay is not terribly athletic, but they right. can both kids. I was like, bro, if you have a dad, you should be able else. to catch and right. throw a football. You seem to hear throw a football. It's, uh, it's abysmal. Yeah. Where his where was his father? Where's his brother? I'm seeing the way he walks sometimes. I mean, what are you doing? He has not an athletic bone in his body. Yeah. But he tries. He does. But um sometimes just taking care of your family seems corny. Even though LeBron That's just so whack. LeBron said it, Jay-Z finally understood it. They said in the Godfather, like if your man don't take care of his family, he's weak. Right. We don't be listening. How much time we got left, Josh? Uh, we're at an hour right now. I want to make oh, sure we got oh. time to check in and stuff. Yeah. Okay, I, I want to say one more thing. Say one more thing. Bro. Say one more thing, man. I want to ask you your opinion. This. this was popping on Twitter. And I know where I'm going to land on this, but I want to see where you land on it. Okay. If we're on the same page. We got to hurry up. Let's just text me. Okay. Well, you want more to say for the Let's next one? Let's go. Okay. People are saying who is more talented as far as multi-things. Boy, stop. Donald Glover or Jamie Foxx? Here's the thing about this. I was so mad about Who this. did you pick, though? Doughboy, I'll sock you. It better be Jamie. You, I'll sock you. Like, wait, wanna be, is it Jamie? You, here's the thing. It is unfair to Donald Glover to even compare him to Jamie at but this point. Do you know why they are? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because he both seen, both were on TV, both mm -hmm. actor, like, all that stuff. I think Donald Glover is extremely talented. In his own right. In his own right. I think he's not, it is not fair to him. But, who, but so you did pick Jamie? Check. Okay. Check. Jamie, like you, Jamie. But we haven't seen Donald Glover's full fruition yet. Which, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's why to I say, be fair, it's not fair to come. That's like Donald Glover and Jordan. Jordan. Is that the conversation that we're having? Michael Jordan and Jordan. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Jordan and LeBron. I know what you're talking about. Yes, I, right. Yes. I, mean, yes. I, I think LeBron's past. I mean, with yeah, with yeah. what he's done in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they were comparing LeBron to Jordan his first second okay. year. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Like that's what I think about Donald Glover. He's well on his way to achieving that status. He's had. Uh, the comedy special, mm -hmm. we had no hair on his face. He had weirdo, uh, weirdo or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, he had community. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta's good. Shut That's, up. Just because he's coming at Jamie, don't take away Atlanta. I'm not taking away. I'm just. He had um, Atlanta. Uh, he wrote on Thirty Rock. He he's here's the thing. Donald Glover's doing things his way. You yeah. can't compare that to because to me, to me personally, I might need security. Is one of my top five favorite stand-up. And, and that like, Brady Bunch joke is my favorite joke ever of all time of any comedian because that joke is something only Jamie Foxx can do. Right, and I and I just feel like nobody can ever be compared to Jamie. I feel like he's a one of one. We're never like we'll never get another Eddie. Exactly, one of one. I so. think that he is doing a good job of following in Jamie's footsteps, mm -hmm. being able to... To because be to do multi-things. Now, here's one thing. Mm -hmm. As a writer, Donald Glover has more writing than Jamie. Yeah. I'll right? I'll give him that. But as a... I mean, a singer, Jamie, voice for voice... You can't do... You can't compete on that level. You know what I mean? Like, and just the But I like Jamie. his music. Right. Yeah. But don't. I'm, I'm, it was in the streets. I had to see. It was. It was in the streets. Jamie is my favorite and comedian of all time. Jamie's number one. I got Jamie over Eddie. 
No, Jamie is that dude. You know why I love Jamie so much? Let me tell you why. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. You have Jamie Foxx over Eddie Murphy? I do. How? Because I feel like what he does is so... Overall or comedically? Overall. Overall, just if we put, uh, we encompass everything. You have Jamie as a better. Jamie is my number. Is my number one. Raw, yeah. Delirious. Yeah, have you have you seen, have you straight out the foxhole? They they both got two specials. And you said I need security is one of your favorites. It is. Is Delirious one, not... one of your favorites? Yeah. Eddie Murphy has timeless material. I need some ice cream, and you can't. That's thirty years old. So if we top grossing stand up specials of all time. Kevin Hart didn't even eclipse that. Nah. And all his popularity, he didn't even come close to what Eddie did. I, I Saturday saying. Night Live. In Living Color. Wanda? Oh, hard. <laughs> I love Jamie. Right. But Eddie Murphy was doing... And he had a sitcom. Uh, Jamie Foxx show was yeah, fire. Yeah, I know. I mean... And his music was fire. Party all the time. Party all the time. Shut up, dog. Party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time was trash. Let me tell you something. Box office success, it ain't even no contest. Okay, I'll give him the movie. Because I feel like Jamie don't be making funny movies, unfortunately. (laughs) But that's that's just one chink in his arm. That's one chink in his arm. A huge chink. Right. But Eddie Murphy has 10 movies better than... Jamie Foxx's best movie is not even a comedy. Django? Ray. Ray, yeah. But but Eddie can never give you anything close to Ray. Oh, he can. Don't don't say Jimmy Earl. Bro, Mr. Church? You haven't even seen it. People said it was good. (laughs) Jimmy Early should have been Oscar nominated. But that's not even in the same conversation as Ray. It's not. That's what I'm saying. So when you look at the rank, I feel like nobody has Jamie's rank. Like, he really could put out an album and you could take everything comedically away from him and be like, this is a fire album. Absolutely. So th- th- that's he what does I think so Jamie well. Jamie could exist as a stand-up comedian solely and mm-hmm. be fine. He could exist as an actor solely exactly. and be fine. He could exist as a musician mm-hmm. solely and be fine. And that's why and I that's why I feel like, so high. I'll give you that. Right. But comedy for comedy and success, Eddie Murphy dwarfs his success. You, okay, success no, is one no, thing. But, but no comedian, the only person who could even come close to maybe Eddie Murphy's success, overall success is Bill Cosby. Oh, you're talking about just success? Overall. Part? Like all the things he's done. Okay. Like Kevin Hart, um, he hasn't had the box office success as Eddie Murphy's had. Bro, uh, coming to I, I, I think he's getting no, very close. No. When you look up the facts, it's like Eddie did one, he did like at three. Tony, uh, for, for stand-up specials, stand-up yeah. specials Eddie has number one and two. Oh, you're talking about movies? Yeah. Well, yeah movies yeah. give that to Eddie. Eddie That's got that. Saying. That's why I said he's one of one. So when you just say movies, yes. Eddie Murphy, to me, stands alone in his class like Michael Jackson does. Like, you put these people above all, mm-hmm. and then let's compare the rest. Yes, and that's why I feel That's like right. Jack, and I'll put Jamie in that, too. I'll fight you. We got to okay. go. We love y'all. We're going to Amsterdam. We'll see (laughs) y'all. Patreon, we'll see you. We're probably going to shoot the bonus episode in London on Sunday. And uh, the rest of y'all, we'll see you next week. We'll probably be shooting that episode in Spain. How about you, boy? Peace. Righteous and ratchet and righteous and ratchet. God knows I want to be righteous, but at times I get a little ratchet. So if you're trying to find that fine line, dope boy, and careful stage, gonna make it happen. Yep, we ain't never do no capping. Are we gonna talk about them back? Vices and factions, like us and back it. Righteous and ratchet. Hey, shout out to the right pack. Hey, for you, we bring it right back. Hey, y'all. Five dollar patron, yep. 
you can skip the wait line, yeah, yeah, get the five, yeah, got the lock, ever call him Jesus on the main line, life is hard, so go ahead and party hard, get your weekly dose of R&R, hey.